hosted on dimlywit.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are your new go-to girls for everything bad. Hey baddies, welcome to the show. It is Tuesday. Titty Taco Tuesday. Tracy got them new titties. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we're glad to be back. Another Tuesday. Been doing this for Tuesday too for long. For too long. <laughs> Today we're going to have an interesting show for you. Yeah? Yeah, we're going to talk about something that I can't believe we've we've kind of touched on it in the past, but... I'm terrified. We've never... I just want to, like, put it out there, guys. I come to the studio and I know nothing, and then I'm blindsided. So any of these episodes that terrify you to your core, like plenty I've been, I am also suffering. I'm usually like, Jess is usually like, wait till you hear what we're doing today. And I'm like, honestly, I'm, I don't even want to find out on the air. Please tell me ahead of time. How many times can Tracy ask me what's this episode is about? Well, I completely ignore her. And (laughs) she, I text her and she doesn't answer me until I get here. That's how this works. It's like, what's the episode about? I'm like, oh, so how's your car right here? Yeah, ignores me completely until she, you know, throws me under the bus on live. It's not even like Tracy being unprepared or anything. It's just like, no, I literally won't be. She refuses to tell me because she knows I'll refuse the episode. Yeah, correct. Absolutely. (laughs) This is is a trap that her and Alan set like like wild Uh... animals. Can I add to this real quick and just say, I was talking to someone the other day about setting up their podcast and like everything. And they were like, how do you usually handle programming? I was like, well, for bad examples, Jessica and I will work out an entire season. And then three weeks into the season, we throw it all away and it just sits there on a computer, never getting used again. Yeah. Or like Alan and Jessica text for days and then don't include me. And then Mm -hmm. I show up, know nothing. And Mm -hmm. then they're like, let's do this to Tracy. Mm -hmm. And I have no choice but to go along with it. That's how this show works. In this situation, she was like, could you read this book? And I made him buy a book. There are these four things that we need. We just need you to like be able to be ready for it. And in nowhere in the book is it actually labeled where they are. So I just had to flip through the whole fucking book. Entire book? What is this, summer reading? I'm like, hey, daddy, producer, can you do me a favor and order this book and then read it and then be ready for the show? I'm terrified. I don't even want to know what this is. All right, so today <laughs> we're talking about narcissism. Oh, great. Here we go. And we've hit on this before. And I think the reason that we've talked about this is because it's very common. Like, I call somebody a narcissist like once Four a day. times a day. <laughs> yeah, right? And especially, I feel like now more than ever, we live in a world where like... Narcissism is just, narcissism is so um, expected that, oh my God. that we um, accept it. At some point, like social media exists because we are all on some level narcissists. Oh, correct, hundred percent. It's just the level to which narcissism. Yes. We're all um, 
what, what, that Greek god was Narcissus. So let's talk about it. What was his name? Narcissus. 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 Am I saying it right, Alan? Narcissus, yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> we all have a little bit. It's just the toxic version of narcissism that becomes a problem in abusive relationships. So in Greek mythology, Narcissus is distinguished for his beauty, yet he's never seen himself, which is kind of crazy. So one day, Narcissus sees a reflection of himself in a river, and he's so enamored with his own beauty, he falls into the river and he drowns. And see, yeah, this is in his honor. We have the term narcissist, uh, <laughs> which is in like, his honor is its <laughs> own narcissism at its finest. Uh, now, narcissism. I think butterflies are narcissistic. They have no idea how beautiful they are. It's true. It's and true. then everyone is enamored with them. So like we pretty much. There's a, when it comes to narcissism, there's. A spectrum and we all fall on that spectrum yeah. somewhere right mm-hmm. um you know they actually say a little bit of self-centeredness is healthy um and that it's more like self-love i think yeah. is healthy and then it just escalates from there so research shows that it can contribute to confidence resilience ambition and um narcissism can actually um help in uh, dangerous or stressful careers, for example, being yeah. a, pi- a fighter pilot, for instance, like mm. these these things, you know, when you're narcissistic a little bit, it can actually help. But when it gets bad, then it transitions to arrogance. It's an actual personality disorder. So when you're actually so, again, we throw around the term very loosely, but. I think because there's such blurred, yeah, there's such blurred lines between like confidence, cockiness, narcissism, and like self love that those four traits are like so blurred out. But they're all like two of them are very important: confidence and self love, and then cockiness and narcissism are like the extreme versions of it. Yes, but like that's where people lose. They're so fast to call someone a narcissist because they're confident, or they like they're like, no, I just love myself, whether you're good looking or not, and you just do. They're like, oh, you're friggin' narcissist, like. We live in a world where, like, the you're word celebrated selfie for, exists yeah. because, like, we're taking a picture of ourselves. Like, yeah, we're and like, and then sharing that, like, sharing it, like, look how pretty I am. Like, everyone needs to see this, right? You're not sharing it because selfies are art. You know what I'm no, saying? No, they're like, fucking awful yeah. and edited and horrible, and yet we're sharing them, and everyone's like condoning it. Yeah, and that's why it's like a vicious circle. Yeah. So you know, I think we've all been on dates, and after the date, we were like, oh my god, he. All he did was talk about himself. He's such a narcissist, right? Like, yeah, we've all been there. But a true narcissist who has NPD. This is the key right here. Everyone listen up. Yeah. These these people think they are superior and unique compared to others. And they expect to be recognized and treated as such. Me and Jess are the opposite of narcissism and narcissistic explanations of narcissism because here we go. We literally sit here every day and tell you how we don't know what the fuck we're talking about (laughs) and continue to host a show surely because we enjoy hanging out with each other but we should not have this show we don't know what we're talking about we literally are self-diagnosed morons all the that's all we talk about how fucking stupid we are there are people who host Uh... podcasts who literally think that they are god's gift we are not those people we feel sorry every day that you waste an hour with us every Tuesday. So it got me thinking. Yeah. Where do you and I fall? I would say on, on a halfway scale. Because I'm a pretty cocky bitch because I grew up with everybody telling me that. But I don't think that I truly believe it. Therefore, I'm not narcissistic because 
I need the self-reassurance. If I really believed it, I feel like that's where I lack the self-love <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I feel like I, I also like post what I post on social media because it's become like partially my job. Like yeah. I don't think I would post some of these things if people didn't encourage it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like truly have so many insecurity issues that like definitely hate like I need the reassurance because I don't truly believe it. Do you know what I mean? Like narcissistic people truly believe they're just really God's gift. Well, guess what? There's a test we're all going to take. Today. Wonderful. <laughs> I would love to hear this because this is where I feel I need to know because I could be wrong. I could just be like the definition of it. And I don't know. So Dr. Drew, I think we all know Dr. Drew. He's Lipinski or Pinsky or something like that. Mm -hmm. He wrote a book called The Mirror Effect, How Celebrity Narcissism is Seducing America. Now, what's interesting is that he wrote this in 2008. So he was ahead of his time. There was Instagram didn't exist yet. The Kardashians, we were like keeping up with them kind of, but we weren't in this like self-absorbed world. Yeah. So um, because our show didn't come out till 2010. So it was pre us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he wrote this book and he interviewed a bunch of celebrities and he made them all take the quiz and he posted their scores. So what I want to do is okay, we're going to take the excited. quiz. We're going to compare our scores yes. to celebrity scores. People at home, if you Google Dr. Drew narcissism test, you can take this test too yeah, with us. Please take it with us. Um, I think we're going to take it right now. Yeah. And then we will reveal our scores after the break. Does that sound yes, good? Yes, I think that's fair. So yeah, so we'll take the test and then we'll come back. And we'll kind of go over our scores. We'll compare them to other celebrities, what they mean exactly. I'm interested to see because, like like I said, we are we all in some way are, are a little, like, yeah, my I, mom's posting on Facebook her pictures of her family because she's a narcissist. Like, this is just I think what it is. Yeah, we it's all just, fall on the spectrum, but at what level? It's when you transfer over to the dangerous narcissism is the problem, I yes. think. So we're going to take this test. Okay. Does that sound good? I am very excited. I'm scared. All right, guys, here we go. Alan, you're taking it? Yeah, wait. Yeah, can I say something that the book points out before we take this? Yes. Um, So it points out that there are some of these that you might recognize and you might agree with both the statements. Okay. But it's very important that you look at yourself and really be honest with yourself Mm -hmm. when answering. And if you end up in a situation that's like, that's Sophie's choice, if it could be this or that. Go with the one that you feel is most accurate. The one that's more of the gut reaction of, that's me. All right. And we have okay. to all swear to be honest and yes. put our actual re- answers. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm already like hitting some of these and scared. Like, I'm like, I already know where this is headed, but like, I got to <laughs> hit it. You know, like, you got you to gotta be really <laughs> I gotta honest. I got to hit it. And, but, uh, man. What does assertive mean? Um, You are very aggressive. Like, you go for what you want. This sucks though. Like I, I find it easy to manipulate people. Yeah, because people are fucking stupid. Like yes, I do find it easy to manipulate. Like but like now they're gonna tell me I'm a narcissist because of that. Like that's fucked up. But I'm gonna put it because I know that's that's the fucking answer. Can somebody explain this to me? I if I feel competent, I am willing to take responsibility for making decisions. How is that different than I like to take responsibility for making decisions? What's the difference? Is that the same thing with one word different? The difference in those is one of them, you're only making the decisions if you feel like, okay, I can do this. The other is I will make the decision even if I feel like oh, okay. I'm not the best suited for Okay. It. That's the I like to take responsibility for making decisions? Yeah. Okay. 
I sometimes depend on people to get things done. Yup, I always depend on people to get things done. Help me. Help. SOS. Oh my god. Alan, <laughs> uh, do you know what the average bad score is? Like, the average... Yeah, I'm scared. Do you know that? Do you, so, you don't have to tell me right now, but do you know, like, the average, like, score... Like, actually, I think I wrote it down somewhere. Where the heck did I read it? I have the average score of your your typical American. Okay, perfect. average score of celebrities. Perfect. And then I have other certain people and their rankings. <laughs> I am so wondered, like... Some of these, I'm like, wow, I'm super insecure. And then other ones, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to fucking come out as a narcissist. Like, so severely in this, it's just really one way or the other. Uh, I don't know what some of these words mean, so I'm scared to know what they are. Like, I can live my way in any way I want to, as you should. What? How is that a narcissistic thing? What? I am putting it. I should live my way any way I want to. I get one. One life. Why should it not be how I want? Like, what the fuck? That, but somehow I'll be a narcissist because of it. Alan, I'm dying to see your score. It's got to be so low and weird. Is this disturbing your test taking, Tracy? No. I have kids. I can exit anything out of my head. I thought a little porno music in the background would help you. Oh my god, is it music that I'm gonna have to cut? Alright, fine. <laughs> oh shit. Like so weird. Like I get upset when people don't notice how I look when I go out in public. You know, we're gonna go people over all would pick that? We're gonna go over some of these questions. That's weird. And... <laughs> That's weird. Imagine just not being like, I exist, like, I'm just here, like, being like, no, I need to be recognized, like, who the fuck cares? I might have put the answer. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Can we just go? I'm dying to go over this. Okay. I'm dying right now. I'm fucked. I'm a weirdo. We are going to go to commercial, and then we will reveal our scores after the break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I had Zola when I was getting married. They truly have figured out how to make everything easy for the bride and for all their guests. And let me tell you why. Because when you get engaged, you don't know what to do. There's so much. You're, you're totally overwhelmed. But Zola has everything you need in one place. I'm talking about finding your venue, photographers, florists. And then once you've actually done all that and you have a date... Zola is going to help you save the date. That's right. You're going to make save the date invitations right on Zola too. And you're going to get a wedding website for free. You're going to put that website on your invitations, on your save the dates. And then your guests are going to be able to go to your website and find everything about your wedding, the date, 
the venue and your wedding registry. Okay, everything in one place, a one-stop shop, making life easy for you, for your guests, and for me, because I really hope you invite me. (laughs) Please, baddies, if you're getting married, don't miss out on Zola. Start planning the wedding you want at Zola.com slash bad examples. That's Z-O-L-A dot com slash bad examples. All right. I have my answers. I'm sending this to my family today. I want them to take this test as well. Let's, let's send, it, send it to Sammy. I want to see what she scores on it. Okay. Who else can we send it to? All right. Sammy's is I think not going to be a screenshot our at all. I think we need to screenshot our, our test score and send it to each other in the My group heart's chat. pounding. All right. I don't know if this is bad or good. I just know what the score is. So I'm going to text it. But in we the have to chat. do it. We have to do it at the same time. All right, okay. Ready? Go. I'm sending right now. It's going through. I'm scared. I have to say, based on the your score for authority is blah, 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 um, I feel like it's exactly where I thought it was going to be. I'm pretty shocked I'm at that. I'm scared. Where the fuck is it? <laughs> oh, my God. No fucking way. <laughs> oh, my God. No way. This is, this is fucking crazy. First of all, the exact score is me and Jessica have the exact score. We're fucked up. We're fucked up. Wait, but I'm curious to okay, see. Okay, yeah, I need Wait, to know. Okay. We need to go through this. We, okay, y'all, everybody. All right. Wow. You know, this is, you know how I know we're both Scorpios? We just scored the exact same fucking number. Welcome back. Welcome back from break. We. This is exactly what I knew what was going to happen. I didn't think this was going to happen at all. We... Just finished taking the test. And we screenshotted our fucking scores and sent it to each other. <laughs> we all sent it at the same time. All right, so let me explain this test. Self-sufficiency so- is low. No <laughs> shit, Jessica. Denny, do this. Denny, do that. No shit. Mine had to have been extraordinary because I do everything on my fucking own. I could not have played this any better. Holy shit. Okay, 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 okay. So... The test has 40 questions. It's like you pick from A or B B. on every question. Right, Alan? Am I explaining this right? Yeah. Okay. So, and the score is up to 40 points. Okay. So, the average American score on this test for narcissism is what, Alan? Is a 15. (laughs) 15. Seems low, but okay. (laughs) What is the average celebrity score? 18. 18. Okay. So that being said, With the maximum is 40 that you can get is 40. The maximum is 40. And that's if you get every single narcissistic question. answer. Correct. Yeah. So who should we reveal first? Alan. <laughs> okay. So fucking Alan. We all send our thing on the count of three. Alan. Shall- I can't. Baddies at home. Out of 40, what do you think our very own baddie daddy scored? Say it to yourself right now. My guess would have been like a 12. That would have been my guess. I would have guessed also maybe like a 10. Yeah, I would say 10 to 12. I would have been comfortable guessing for Alan. This motherfucker scored a six. Six. He's a six. Six. Are you even alive? Are you human? (laughs) Terrible, Alan. Alan. We need a little more confidence from you. A six? 
No wonder you're all tatted up. Yeah. You're a six. You should tattoo the number six yeah, on you. That's the number. You're lucky number six. Yeah. So, all right. So now the score is broken down by one, two, three, six different like subjects. Seven. But go ahead. Alan, can you kind of go over? Well, let, we'll go through our scores and then we'll go back and we'll kind of break down what, what we each got in these categories because yeah. it's interesting to me because I don't even know what some of these mean. Um, right. All right. <laughs> Just I'm laughing at yours. <laughs> yeah, because like Tracy's laughing at yours right now for self-sufficiency. That's actually a good score, not a bad score. Oh, self-sufficiency is low. That means you depend on other people. No, nope. You got it opposite. We'll go over. We'll go over the category. Okay, we'll go get ahead. There. Okay, let's so, go over. Let's okay, reveal let's go the answers. Wait, let's reveal Tracy and I's score. The exact same number. Is astronomically higher than celebrities is 22 is what we got. We've got 22 matching. out of 40 matching scores. <laughs> matching We're going to get a tattoo scores. that says 22, me and her. <laughs> Best friend 22. Best friend 22 is. Wait a second. Hot 22s. If you live in Jersey, you know. I don't even understand how we scored the same number. I think the chances of that are is, incredibly is weird blinding. and odd. I can't. I don't even understand it. And especially because at like... And then our, our thing is all over the board. It's all different. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's go through one by one authority. Because okay. let's start with Alan. Because Alan... Alan, what was your authority? It's Yours is high. Tracy's for authority is high. Yeah, which tracks? Jessica's for authority is medium. My score for authority is medium. Right. I think and that that way- sounds right. What does authority mean? Authority, like what you think um, you're like control over other people. Correct? Right. So the way the book describes it is authority is related to superiority and can be an asset under cer- certain circumstances. Well, I'm a an mom individual- of three, so that tracks for me. Right. An individual with a healthy sense of authority usually has the achievement and expertise to justify that authority and is able to recognize the outcome of their actions on others. Yeah. Hmm. Unhealthy narcissists, on the other hand, are awfully hi- often highly authoritarian, even with such behavior undercuts their intentions. For narcissists with a high authority level, power and control are paramount. They're I'm driven a control to regulate freak. every aspect of their environment, exactly. including the actions of those around them, which is an un- unconscious compensation for feelings of childhood helplessness. Whoa. Wait, which is what? <laughs> compensation for feelings of childhood helplessness no the, okay i'm gonna <laughs> reveal why right laughing now. at your childhood trauma no, right now it's Alan. severe i had <laughs> severe childhood trauma that i didn't speak about until like a few years ago for the first time ever in my life and it was because i had been silenced from something that i should have told my parents about that affected me and i never told anybody about it and i lived in silence until this person in my family died and then i started controlling everyone around me making sure no one had authority over me I very much acted out after this person died because I finally felt freed from it. So this Bro. tracks hard. Like what the fuck happened? To yeah, you? I had a situation in my family where somebody in my family threatened my life to kill me over and over. And as a child at age ten, about age ten, I was so fucking scared to ever say anything or come out and say it because I had witnessed something go on in my family. And nobody knew about it. And I was the only one who saw it. And the person who scared me told me that they were going to kill me if I ever said anything. So I lived in fear until this person died. At I was about 16. So for 
for six to seven years of my life, I just sat in silence and never said anything. Jesus lived Christ. in fucking fear. And nobody knew about it. My parents just found out about it um, a few years ago when I told them I'm 34. So for how for 20 years, I kept this to myself. And so when I when he died, I went to his funeral and it was the first time I realized I had a power that they asked, does anybody want to come up and say anything about the deceased? I went up and said, I'm here for the free food and I'm happy he's dead. And me and my mother walked out. She never knew why I said that. She never asked. I just recently told her and she was like mortified and traumatized. And I said, this is why I am how I am, because now I will never let anybody have that type of power over me. This is a family member. Yes, there's a family member. So I was I lived in actual fear. So when he died, I literally said, I'm never letting anyone scare me like that again or make me feel like I don't have control over my life. So I then took control of everything. Now I'm a fucking control freak. Because I felt so out of control for so long. This is fucking wild. Yeah. And like, this is my first time talking about it publicly ever. Like my family just found out. So I feel like this is, this makes perfect sense right. for me. It tracks. Yeah. And like, that's, I, I wasn't laughing at like, Haha, no, but I get it because trauma. you didn't know. But like, for me, I'm like, <laughs> fuck, that makes perfect <laughs> fucking sense. No, he I was, was talking about all your other childhood like... trauma. Yeah, no, I literally <laughs> have all that trauma because of this experience is like, this is why I legit am the person I am now. Wait, which side of the family? Can we know that? It, my dad's side, which is why we don't, we didn't, um, Whoa, we don't talk about, for, yeah, we didn't yeah. talk about it for a while. Holy shit. Yeah. I was more That's laughing crazy. because I was like, I wasn't coming on today's show to read for anybody. And here we are. Yeah, here we're we are. Doing it. Well, you guys just witnessed Tracy's actual real life trauma hearing it for the first time. Jessica didn't even know about it. Sammy just found out my about it. I just bugged out of my ago. brain. I was like, yeah. I don't know where you like, were taking that for a second. Well, because I had posted something about it not too long ago on Instagram and everyone thought like I was like sexually abused or yeah. something. And I was like, no, it's not that. But it's something that like I, I understand. Why I was, was he doing abused. this to you? This is horrible. So this person in my life um, abused physically somebody in my family and I witnessed it. And then uh, I I was told that if you thought what I did to her was bad, I'll straight up kill you. And I believed he would for like course, literally yeah. my childhood. Jesus um, Christ. So I was like truly just traumatized forever. And I lived in such fear like to I and then I'd after that I'd I'd be sent to their house because it was a family member and I just like didn't sleep through the night. Like there was just a lot and I feel bad because my parents had no idea and they they would have never known because I stayed quiet. So I feel bad for these victims that are actually abused because I know, and I wasn't even abused, I know how scared they must be because they're having it first. You know what I mean? Firsthand. Yeah, of so course. I have like a an understanding and compassion for people that go through that because like I went through something, it wasn't as, as extreme, but it still like as a child, you don't know any better. But it definitely shaped the person I am now because, like, I'm very aggressive and I'm very, like, I will not take your fucking shit. And it's because of this incident that I'm like that. But go ahead. Keep going. There is one other line in here that, like, describes those with a high authority score. And it's, it says, because narcissists have such a severely impaired ability to trust, they must present their opinions as unassailable. What does that word um, mean? Unassailable means that uh, they, that's, that's. Their opinion is fact. It's more of like, you can't say you that my opinion's anyone. wrong. No, because I don't trust because, anyone because I yeah. didn't know how to for a long time. That so. is wild. Yeah. Dr. And it's Drew like, nailed you. Yeah, nailed it for sure. Oh my God. The guy's a genius. But it's funny because like, 
people are always like, "Ew, why are you like this? Why are you like this?" And I want to be like you. If you had any idea why I was like this, you would totally give me a fucking break. But I'm not. I'm not even at liberty to say anything because I still have like this fucking fear to like talk about it. I don't know why. It like haunts me forever. This is fun. Yeah, good times. I'm like Damn. I'm okay with like talking about it though because I felt like it needed to be out like and just say it eventually and just whatever. But um, like I definitely doing this test like that. I when I saw the power, it was like the authority level. I was like, that's gonna be high for me. Can for I just sure. ask you a question? Mm-hmm. I have so many questions. I'm trying to think what's appropriate right now. <laughs> Did your dad after he found out wanted to my dad still this doesn't person? know. What? My dad still doesn't know because why? Why um, are you hiding this from I'm him? I'm not hiding it from him. It was just like something we ne- we don't speak about this person ever. So there was no reason for me to bring it up. And the only reason we brought it, I brought it up to my mom, was because when I was explaining how I was about something, it like, like kind of why. needed to use that. What to do you think an your dad would do? I think, I think like he's gonna his lose his mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like um, a trusted family member, yeah. and yeah. damn. I, my brothers don't know. Only people who know is Sammy and my how mom. How do you? How do you? What if your brothers were also? No, they weren't because I was the I was the only person I know who saw it happening. My brothers were too young to even remember. They were seven and four. They even if they had seen it, they wouldn't have even remembered it, or like it wouldn't have set like made sense to them at that point. Jesus, but they were little. Um, I was the I was the oldest, and I was the only one who really saw what was going on. But it was bad. Would you ever tell your dad or you don't think yeah, so? Yeah, I will. It's it's a conversation. Well, off camera, like it's a conversation that now needs to happen because my dad just welcomed this person back in our life, the abused. And I had to meet with her last Sunday. She came to my house with her son, who I haven't talked to in 25 years. And I still am like, I'm not comfortable with her being here. And my dad's like, well, I don't have enough time in my life to like not be friends with my sister. Like it's my sis- it's his sister's wife. It's my brother's godmother. Oh, my God. Oh, whatever. So... All right, this is going to make for very good therapy. Yeah, everyone's like definitely going to be like Tracy needs therapy now, like as if we didn't know that to begin with, <laughs> for sure. To be fair, Tracy, uh, th- it does recommend in the book that if your score is over twenty, that you do seek some sort of professional. <laughs> so I am have... not shocked. The Fuck. amount of time Sammy has told me I need therapy is just—it's unmatched. Oh my god. Okay, go ahead next. Actually, since I just brought this it, whole podcast up... down. It's brought up so well later why that that is important, too. So we'll get there. Um, the next one, it, it's weird. It differs in the book from how the list is laid out online. The next one it talks about is entitlement, which for oh, Tracy. That's, that's on the bottom. Got it. Yeah. Your, your score for entitlement is medium. Jessica's score for entitlement is low. And my score for entitlement is low. Oh, so I'm. Wait, I'm heading that train also. <laughs> what does entitlement say in his in his words? Like what I think I deserve. Right, entitlement is a built around the what you think you deserve, and he points out that particularly for us here in America, we've got this kind of indoctrination of America's number one that we're we're the best, and and because we're the best, we deserve the best. Um, he says, what's more, if reality doesn't cooperate with their desires, they simply blame whoever gets in the way. To the highly entitled narcissist, to require any sacrifice is to trigger envy, resentment, and rage. Yeah, I mean, I feel like when I don't get my way, I get mad, for sure. <laughs> no? 
I'm entitled in a few senses. Like I'm entitled because I feel like I know what I bring to the table. So I'm entitled to somebody who deserves what I bring. And then I'm entitled in a way that like I've been spoiled growing up. So I feel like I should continue to be spoiled like in certain ways. But like I don't know if it's entitlement of like I'm better than everyone is definitely not it. I don't yeah. know. That's actually broken into a different score. Okay. Um, well, the we don't b- need to look than... that deep. But... <laughs> All right. What's the next category? Uh, the next category uh, is exhibitionism. Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, um, it depends so who you're asking. Tracy, <laughs> Tracy scored a medium. Jessica scored a medium. And I scored a low in this category. Um, Alan, for me and you who are porn watchers, exhibitionism is very different than what this description is right now, I bet. He... Well, actually, he describes that pretty well here. Oh, okay. I'm shocked. Exhibitionism may be expressed as a desire to perform or speak before an audience, or it may decay to a more primitive desire to be seen without clothing or even to act out in a more dangerous way. And he points out two examples. One example is, you know, people like Johnny Knoxville, Steve-O, people on Jackass who are willing to do anything for that attention even if it means that they may hurt themselves. That's not me. So the other is, you know, being a little bit more risque. Uh, Some have speculated that such acting out may be deeply rooted in our genes as a way to display genetic prowess and adaptability. So he points out the rise of not only nude leaks and things like that, but amateur sex tapes um, are on the, the rise recently. And he points to a lot of those things as being people who will have a high score in exhibitionism because they have that desire to show. I'm shocked I don't have a higher score in exhibitionism, honestly, because I'm very like open with everything and like um, voyeurism, all that like is not above my expertise. Like, So I feel like I'm truly shocked that it's medium, but I'm happy with that. All right. Next category. A lot of the high. Well, he points out a lot of the high profile sex tapes that have happened um, and shows that there's a trend starting with Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee's sex tape. But then he points out that Dustin Diamond, when his sex tape came out, a lot of people stopped doing them until Kim Kardashian. And it launched sex tapes and fame in a completely new way. Uh, Jess is very quiet over here. I'm trying to understand who I am now. Yeah. Jess is like in (laughs) self-realization. All right, go ahead. The next category is exploit. This one's hard. Exploitativeness. Yeah, what does that mean? We all got Um, medium. We all got medium and exploitativeness. Uh, There's a little, there is very little positive usefulness in being exploitative, which requires a disregard for other people's priorities and feelings. People with a highly exploitative level are uncomfortable at allowing themselves to be vulnerable or open to an interpersonal context and prefer to keep their relationship utilitarian. They take advantage of situations to serve their own interests, whatever the cost of others. Um, So, for example, this is what uh, a a me-before-them situation of, well, this is going to hurt other people, but it does okay by me, so I'm gonna do it, or I'm so, gonna throw something. Damn, under that sounds just like all of us in America. So yeah, so, uh, so like, America. Yeah. I, we shouldn't use Amazon Prime, but I just have five boxes waiting for me outside, yeah. and I know it. Um, but we all got medium. So do we say that's like an accurate? Medium is kind of the average score. I didn't get low on anything. Is that concerning? 
I don't understand how our these scores are, are the same and so different. These are questions for a therapist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm taking this test when I book therapy one day. <laughs> next, Alan. The next is self-sufficiency. Yeah, what is this? Um, Self-sufficiency, let's see. Tracy got... Medium. I got medium, medium on Jess everything got, except for authority. Yeah, Jess and I got low on this. In clinical terms, self-sufficiency refers to a high degree of confidence in one's own ability or point of view. Overly self-sufficient people can find it difficult to collaborate or to register other people's point of view. Furthermore, when this trait strongly predominates, it can interfere with a person's ability to ask for help. Uh, so I'm shocked that's I don't what get I was high. Earlier, just asks for help for everything. I ask for help because for she's nothing. not very self-sufficient. I ask for okay. help, and I'm terrified Attack. to ask anybody for help. I don't know why. Alan, I'm the same way. Can I tell you something? What? I was literally at Staples today, and I had something printed, and the guy goes, okay, over there, you can use the paper chopper. What do you call that? A uh, shredder. No. Pew, pew. When it, sh- it like oh, does the sh- okay. Cutting. The cutter? The cutter. You know what I'm talking about? What do you call that? It like cuts the line straight? Yeah, cutter. I am looking around the room. Who the fuck can I ask to do this? The only time I ask for help is when I don't want to pump my own gas. I can't do this. I'm, I'm looking from around. Jersey. I'm looking around. I'm looking for a man to make eye contact with me. Yeah. Please help me. Like, damsel in distress. I made a joke to the cashier, like, oh, wish me luck. Like, hoping you'd be like, I'll do it for you. No motherfucker would help me. And I did it by myself. And I was so proud. And it came out so good. But, like, that is something. If Denny was with me, I would not have even attempted. Oh, my God. I, like, wish, I wish I had, like, the balls to ask for help like it's that. It's crazy. Like, I can't believe this morning I literally was looking around like I was going to ask a stranger to cut the paper. And it was so easy. After I did it, I was like, oh, that was not that, was not that serious. I would rather struggle in silence than ask for help of anything. I think mine breaks up into two things here. Because, one, my love language, what I want is acts of service. Mm-hmm. Uh, like somebody that helps and does for me makes me feel loved. Mm-hmm. But also, to be upfront and honest, I don't care enough about myself to do things for myself unless somebody else is involved anyway. So like, Aww, that's it, sad. So are your tattoos? I I just <laughs> you're the worst. The worst. <laughs> I'm surprised your superiority score isn't like very. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right, next category. Speaking of superiority, uh, so let's see our superiority scores. Um, medium for Tracy, medium for Jessica, low for myself. Uh, superiority is closely related to authority and entitlement. It's a belief that one is better than others and thus entitled to different or special treatment. The refrain, don't you know who I am, is the cry of the narcissist with high levels of superiority. Well, who we're demands medium, immediate so we're recognition. All right. We're all right, but I'm there. I'm feeling it. <laughs> we're, 20, I don't we're, think 22s, so. yeah, we're 22s, but I've never in my life used the don't you know who I am. Because <laughs> I, I wish I did. know that I am a fucking nobody. It is a fantasy of mine. It is a One of the questions was like, do you want a book written about you? Like, fuck yeah. No, the fuck I do not. <laughs> no, the fuck I don't. So this is interesting. We scored low, medium, and high on this last one for vanity. Yep. Let me guess. Vanity. I'm medium. Alan's low and you're high. <laughs> Shocking. Yep. Vanity goes beyond a preoccupation, a preoccupation with oneself and one's appearance. Vanity, which also involves an inflated sense of one's abilities, tends to fuel a narcissist denial. Generally, people who are pretty vain are going to deny that they're a narcissist at all. Yeah, well, that tracks because... They want to make sure that people don't think that that's them. 
correct or no? Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, I definitely feel like I have narcissistic qualities. I just don't think I'm a like a harmful narcissist. Yeah. Right. Generally, people who are vain and and I, I'm not saying this at all to be like you are generally people who are vain or who are a hurtful narcissist don't want people to even know that they're narcissists at all because they see everything completely as a negative and something that was going to go against and hurt their image mm-hmm. versus someone who's comfortable with that is is fine. It's like when someone has depression. I'm fine with people knowing that I have depression because it's just something that's there. I knew you were versus depressed like someone, with those tattoos. Yeah, of course I'm a de- Oh my god. <laughs> Told see you. right here. Cry for help. Told you're you. Never gonna, you're never going to live it down now. <laughs> Um, at least I didn't get that god awful, ugly, bad examples tattoo. Um, (gasps) (laughs) horrible. Uh, so yeah, those are the seven categories. All right, so first of all, I sent this test to my family. I'm scared, (laughs) and my brother got a 28. (gasps) That's so high. (laughs) Everything was high, except one. Oh, that's really high, Neen. What a perv. Um, Okay. So, Alan, what are some celebrity scores I'm interested to compare ours? Like, do we think we're as good as who? Do you want to start high or you want to start low? Low. Let's start low, yeah. Okay. Everybody remembers Frankie Muniz. Yeah, he's got... Malcolm in the middle. He's low, shocking. (laughs) He's got a 10. That's where we thought you would fall. Yeah, I could see that for Frankie Muniz. Yeah, I could see you're like our Frankie Muniz. You're our Frankie Muniz. Dr. Drew... Ranks as a 16, which doesn't surprise me. I feel like he has the test figured out, so he yeah, like he has a cheat the code. Like, score. Yeah, like, oh, I'm not going right. to exactly score 15 to look like I cheated. Maybe one above, but yeah. I'm pretty average. Like, yeah. How convenient, Dr. Drew. Oh, if I knew the answers, yeah. too, I would score like that also. <laughs> his, his whole thing is one of the most listened to doctors in America, Dr. Drew. And I'm like, eh, right there. You, that's a little. Uh, yeah, a little way to pat yourself on the back, you average American. Um, so we know Robin Quivers uh, is a 34, the highest score that they have done. Yeah, the highest score of Unbelievable. all time. Unbelievable. But how, what do you think Howard does? Jess, I feel like he's very this. low because I feel like he's super insecure. Like, even though he's like the leader of his show, I feel like. Like looks wise and like everything, like I feel like he'd score lower. So Howard is this like, so I I listen I and I don't listen to him. This is like an outsider opinion that knows nothing. He should be really high because he is a narcissistic person. But he's done he's done therapy like three times a week for like the last twenty years. So his narcissism is in check. Okay, what's your if you were yeah. to guess his score? Seventeen. I would have said fourteen. What was it? He's a fifteen. Wow. Okay, that's and, wild. And he does, he attributes his score to the fact that he has gone to therapy and he's gotten help. I'm trying he, to figure out how these I think he's really work. like a He was really fucked guy. up. Like, he was fucked up and he, he was still, able to recognize that he needed it and did it. He swears by it. He's, he like, and his like therapy is not something that like, you're never just like cured. You can't quit it. Like he still goes yeah. religiously. Like he's conscious well that i it's feel not like also like, because once you start very therapy, you're super reliant on that therapist it's very hard to quit it's like a drug therapy's got to be like a drug because you get like addicted to the feeling of like wow i had a great day like i could continue with my week knowing that like i got like help i needed do you th- not think that it's like addicting another therapy? another celebrity score just came in joanne and you want to guess my mother's yeah, score i'm gonna go 30 <laughs> 
I'm gonna go 30. I think Joe's a big, big one this on this. This bitch got a 23. Her authority is high. No shit, mom. Yeah. This tracks too. Authority. She's got all fucking mediums. She's me. Her authority's high in all mediums. Joe is me. Oh my god. That's I'm so funny. We got the exact same scores. Wow. We um, really need to send this to everyone we know. This is so funny. Speaking of exhibitionism, here's a, here's one that I thought would be higher. Ron Jeremy is a 16. I believe that. His dick is the only thing good about him. That's true. Ooh. He's the I mean, creepiest that's, that's looking fair. human he's, ever. He's literally a troll. Like, yes, he, he's a troll with a huge dick. A troll I'm sorry. That, that screams 14, honestly. I'm surprised <laughs> he got to 16. <laughs> I'm really surprised at this next score because they're lower than y'all. Chelsea Handler is a 21. She cheated. No, I don't know. That sounds about right. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. She's always coming down on herself. She's always like making jokes and pokes at herself. Like, I feel like she genuinely like doesn't like herself, but she's like this huge fucking celebrity now. So she's like, she's got no choice but to. But I'm, I feel I'm like that sounds, that, that sounds pretty legit for me. Because she know. seems super self-confident and... I don't think she's self-confident at all. Mm. I think she's like super. Fakes she was it. De- yeah, fakes it till you make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But I think I think though that's the difference in something that got pointed out just early on that you said, Doctor Drew was pointing out that being self-confident doesn't mean that you're n- narcissistic. In fact, a lot of people who are narcissists aren't confident at all. That's because they rely on other people to give them that confidence. That's where that that narcissism comes from. Well, then maybe I'm more of a narcissist than I think because I do like like there's times where I'm like, oh, I don't think I'm this. And then I do need like the what is it called? Um, Like a boost of confidence. Yeah, the boost of confidence because I feel like I'm very hard on myself. Like, does that make me a narcissist? I don't know. Like, to me, it doesn't seem like it. But that's also like textbook narcissism. So I don't know. Like, Like, I know we're 22s, but. It doesn't mean we don't we need a little therapy, but we don't, we're not I don't think we would go into the I don't think NPD I'm category. Yeah. Right, Alan. Right. Right. I, um, please I, can tell me. OK, they don't actually put that in here because he says that's not something the test they can, can like, diagnose. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, fair. you, you could get in a lot of trouble. I think someone. if you tell somebody, hi, you're medically NPD, like just <laughs> yeah. from a fucking test yeah. you take online. I don't think that's that allowed. being said. He does say over 20 should seek professional help, so I don't know. Hey, you mentioned I that, Alan. I think we should <laughs> seek professional help long before this test you is taken. You mentioned that. The next two highest scores, they're both tied at a 28, are Adam Carolla um, and Polly Shore. I don't know. That I seems weird. Really both <laughs> of them seem weird. But they're comedians, so both of them, no? Polly Shore, because that guy's gotten so much pussy for some reason. He's overconfident. Yeah, overconfident. He scares me. Yeah, he freaks me. He's yeah. like on my Jim Carrey level. Me no likey. Uh, he's Kevin Bacon is terrifying to me. I don't, terrifying. I don't know why. Everything about him scares I me. Really I don't like the Polly last name Shore Bacon. And Kevin Bacon at all, but what? I don't. I can't relate. Polly Shore and Kevin. No, Bacon no, no. I'm saying people that scare me. Like yeah, she said, they're on creeps. his uh, creep on her creep list. I said Kevin Bacon scares the shit out of me. I don't know why. That's fair. What is I'm the last name Bacon? Wait, what if I was like Jess Salami? What a stupid last name. There are people that are last name or Salami. I mean, for sure. <laughs> They're not. They don't live here. But Most of our names do come from the fact of like what our ancestors used to do. So he was probably a butcher. Kevin like Bacon. Think about that for two seconds. I don't even know. Is that his real name? Bacon. Uh, you're fucking. They is it not like a celebrity name? <laughs> Trey Cheesy Eggs. Like, what, what are we doing here? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Your Alan Taco waters? Like, what is happening? 
How you can, can pretty much make a name out of why anything. Why are we okay with him being Kevin Bacon? No one nobody questions it. No one questions it. Am I, I the only I one here seeing one the those, light? I can't hear Alan. What? I don't know. I think this is one of those things like with the um, the whole earth and the moon thing. Like Tracy said, just doesn't bother me enough to care. Yeah, I just don't care. Other. I just don't care. Like him being Kevin Bacon doesn't affect your life? No, the fact that he looks like that and plays the parts that he plays affects my life because I can now watch movies with him in it. It freaks me out. All right. Well, now that we have a lot to think about, now I think that it's me and Jess are signing up for therapy tomorrow <laughs> morning, I can't believe we're twenty twos. I can't. I, I think worse is Alan's a six, dude. I'm more concerned about you, Daddy. Yeah, we need to amp that confidence a little, sugar. We gotta get you uh, to like ten I love level. The confidence. It's just I, I'm not relying on anybody else for it. Wow. Okay. Chills. Ouch. <laughs> Actual chills. <laughs> I like I'm I'm not surprised that authority is my highest one because like going through, I was like, man, I wonder if I, I'm going to be narcissistic because like I'd rather, not that I'd rather be the leader, but like anything that was like leadership questions, I was like, I I'm a pretty good leader, and that's based on what I do. Yeah, because this like, show damn. would be shit without you. That's right. You are a good leader, but this this uh, test did show that like narcissism runs on a scale, and we're all on that scale at some point. Like even Alan. Yeah is on the scale like he yeah. didn't score a zero you know what i'm saying like even though his score was really low and weird i think that's like one of the things that i disagree with what he says that like narcissism is on the rise i think it's more the fact that like we're realizing now that a lot of things are a spectrum and so that like a lot of things are coming more to light because people are realizing oh these are signs of this like exa- example like People are realizing more that they're on the autism spectrum than ever before, but that's because people right. are realizing, oh, these are more signs of autism. Yeah, because more people anything. are talking about things, so they're right. realizing, like, oh, I, I do fall into that category. Yeah. Like when we've got our ancestors are like, back in my day, we didn't have this, and it's like, no, you did, you just didn't pay attention to it. Or know what the fuck it was. Right, like people back then that may have been on the autism spectrum, they were labeled the weird kid or a savant and like things that aren't yeah, it's horrible. kosher anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I actually, I took the test. I'm very high on the autism spectrum. Really? I, out of 160, I'm 119. Wait, there's a test you could take? Humble brag. There is. A- <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. There is a test that you can take. It doesn't like officially diagnose you, but there is something. Uh, I believe it's called the RAD test. Um, R A A D D. I could totally be wrong, and that might be something else. So, no. Tracy, just to uh, recap, we're twenty twos, and our producer has low self esteem and high autism. Let's give him a raise. No, he has high self esteem. He just doesn't need these motherfuckers to tell him that he's good. <laughs> Me and you need it, and that's why we're uh, narcissists. Well, I'm done. I'm done. Are I've learned done? a lot today. <laughs> it's too I, unfortunately, much. I've learned a lot. It's, it's too it's, much information. It's, 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 it's too much. Batty. Just too much. Take this test. Send us your scores. I want to know what we you did. We want to know what you guys Let's are. Let's start a thread in Club Batty. I want to see everyone's score. I want to just see- literally don't <laughs> yeah. say anything. We're just gonna put the word score, <laughs> and you guys, if you took it, you put the score, and we'll just know. Can you get on Facebook, Tracy? I friggin' wish. If also, if anybody from Facebook is listening, please let me know. <laughs> Anyone from Facebook? There's some fucking nerd if right now. If you're a like, robot oh, in me. charge of actually doing stuff. Contact us, Facebook. Yeah, contact us, please. Thank you. Uh, Baddies, these two 22s. And one six. Are signing off. Over and out. Don't forget, guys, new episodes air every Tuesday. So see you next Tuesday.
even though we are not your best examples, uh, we're the best you've got. So cheers, bitches. Cheers. Rate, download, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Hosted on dimlywit.com.